Hi, welcome to Master Your Mind with me, Marissa Peer, teaching you the secrets to harness the powerful potential of your mind so you can have a fulfilled and happy and extraordinary life. Send your questions or your problems that you'd love me to solve to podcast at marissapeer.com. How can we avoid the biggest relationship mistake, which is missing each other in the way we communicate? You see, often we think, well, we must be incompatible. That can't be. This person doesn't get me. You see, we all learn from the relationships we are in as we grow up. We learn, we live. And many times we have an expectation the right person will know what to say, know what to do. The right person will know how to talk to me. They'll know what's going on. They'll be psychic. They'll also be clairvoyant. They'll know exactly what gift to buy. They'll know what to do in bed. And if you go into relationships believing Mr. or Miss Wright will just click into place and know everything you need, you may be very, very disappointed because we don't all communicate the same way. Imagine you have a belief. Well, if you love someone, you should hold hands and demonstrate your love and always be snuggled up together and walk down the street entwined. You might find someone that says, well, I love all of that in private. I do not believe in public displays of affection. I believe in behind closed doors. So how are you going to work that out? It seems incompatible. I'm a night person. I've married a day person. I love buying extravagant things and my partner doesn't believe in that at all. How am I going to work that out? When I met my now husband, it was just before Christmas and he was going to spend Christmas with my family. We went shopping and he went, wow, you buy really expensive gifts for each other in your house. Because I was saying, oh, yeah, you want to buy my mother a gift? Buy her those orchids and buy her that and she'd love that. And I kind of saw the look on his face because he clearly was planning to buy a little pot plant. Because in his family, that's not important. Gifts are important, but they're not extravagant. And now we're married, it's still the same thing. He knows that I love birthdays. He buys me wonderful things. For his birthday, he wants a book, one book. He's not really interested. I didn't try to make him like me. You've got to have expensive gifts. And he didn't try to make me like him. You just got to have simple little gifts. It's the thought that counts. I just understood that we're different. He doesn't even care about birthdays. For me, they're a big deal. I want the gifts and the wrapping and the ribbons. And if I gave him his book in a little bag, carrier bag, in an envelope, in a brown bag, he wouldn't care. So we come from a different place. And we often have this belief, oh, this is not the right person because they can't express themselves. You know, I dated somebody once who could never talk about love, but I realized that he was very vulnerable. He was sent to boarding school at age seven. He barely saw his parents and for him to be deeply connected made him feel vulnerable. And it was very hard for him to cope with that level of vulnerability he was in. He'd occasionally say things like, oh, I drove past your house. I said, why didn't you come in? He went, oh, I thought you might be with someone else. I'm like, what are you talking about? But I realized that he was looking for me to reassure him, of course I'm not with someone else because I'm with you. But I had to see that level of vulnerability, that he wasn't accusing me of being unfaithful. He was asking me, 
am I the right one? Is it just me? But he did it in a very strange I drove past your house, didn't come in. I thought you might be with another guy. I could have got angry or hurt, but I saw that this was a vulnerable person. And so when you're miscommunicating, I say, I love you, love you, love you. And you go, me too. Or, yeah, I feel the same. But you don't go, I love you. Look at, is this person vulnerable? What kind of family did he come from? You have to talk openly. You have to understand that some people fear intimacy. They fear being exposed. They fear being vulnerable. And they fear being hurt. It's why I say many women fear having a baby. What if I love that baby so much and something's wrong with it or it dies? So it's very normal to have a fear of being vulnerable. And often when the other person is completely different, we feel incompatible. I'm tidy, you're messy. I'm very effervescent and bubbly and you're very reserved. That doesn't mean your relationship can't be amazing. What it does mean is that you're not supposed to date yourself. How boring would that be to go out with someone just like you? The person you're with is your teacher. You learn all kinds of things by being with someone who is nothing like you and you are nothing like them. So just because they're not like you, that doesn't mean they're not right for you. And the key to this is having open communications. Talk about what you want. I want to hear the words. I like physical affection. I like you to hold my hand, to talk to me. I like you to buy me gifts. That matters to me. And the other person may go, well, that's good to hear. It doesn't matter. I don't want gifts. I think gifts are a waste of money. I don't want that. One of my friends who got married to someone said, every time I come and work, he has cooked the most elaborate food. And I'm like, I can't eat all this food. I, I like to come home and just have avocado on toast. I don't want spaghetti carbonara followed by cakes. I'm going to get fat and it makes me feel so sleepy. And he said, oh, I'm so sorry. I show love through food. That's how I was raised. I was raised to show love through food. And the miniature said, well, that's great. So can you show me love by making me like poached salmon and a little bit of salad? Because I like really simple food. My husband loves to cook when he's stressed. That's his, his idea of heaven. It's not mine. And he cooks when I go, that's so lovely. Put that in the fridge and I'll have that for lunch tomorrow. And we kind of work it out. You must work it out by accepting the right person for you is not psychic, they're not clever, they don't know what you like and dislike unless you tell them. They don't know what you like. They may not be all over your pets and your children. That doesn't mean they don't care about them. You know, my husband, we got some kittens this year and I'm all over these kittens. I just love them. I pick them up and kiss them and he doesn't do that. But I see him reach out and stroke them. When they get into bed, he tolerates them lying all over him. And I know he loves them just like me, but he would never say that because we're different. But that doesn't mean we're incompatible. We are extremely compatible. 
So remember, the biggest relationship mistake is believing you're not like me. If they're not like you, hooray, that's good news. They don't communicate like I do, that's okay. You can learn to communicate better. So the key to all relationship issues is to have open communications about you, what you want, what you need. And needs are different to wants. I need you to hug me. I need you to tell me that I'm the one. I want you to make a fuss of me sometimes, but I understand you can't do that all the time. I want you to say sometimes how lucky I am to have you. But maybe you have to go, hey, I'm so lucky to have you. Do you feel the same? So you can work it out. And remember, a good relationship requires a little work, a little effort, a little understanding. It is so worth it. I wish you every success in finding a way to communicate. You're different, but you can have an incredible relationship by celebrating the difference, not diminishing it. Visit marissapeer.com for more resources and your free hypnosis audio. Don't forget to subscribe and please rate the podcast. See you next time.